With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. By the way, do you know how fucking great it is that a fucking, do you know how great it is yeah. and how fucking happy I am for you that you fucking came here in this disgusting town yeah, and you fucking are a New it. York kid doing yeah, this? Yeah, still, yeah, yeah, And then yeah, you yeah. pulled up in a Bentley and yeah. I fucking got real happy. I appreciate it. I got it. Thank real you. fucking happy. Thank you. Well, you know, it's- are we Are we on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> well, we're on, yeah, we don't tell people when. Oh, we're okay. On. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, okay. what's good about me is that I, I'm at the comedy store and I'm not in jail, you know, because <laughs> it's been rough for a few years out here. Uh, uh, left and right, people getting taken out, headshots. Um, yeah. I just wished I lived at a time when we, you didn't know smoking was bad for you. That's the time I wish I lived in because bad, you yeah. know we know so much now. That to do certain things now, you have to really have a death wish, which I don't have. But back, you know, I don't have that. But yeah. back then, you could just enjoy Dude, a cigarette. I saw, I saw clips of like Jackie Gleason. You could see like when Jackie Gleason was on like train carts and and they're just drinking and uh, smoking. And there was no there was no talking about it. It was just going to the club and yes. having having scotch and drinking cigarettes was was it. Well, there was you know there was a, a thing in that era where people really like, like fun was yeah. a big deal. Like having fun. Right. Like fun. Letting loose. Right. Letting loose. loose. Yeah. Having fun. We've kind of done away with that now. Yeah. Where like there was, there was the idea that you could really enjoy yourself and that part of your life yeah. should be defined by your ability to have fun. Right. To let loose. Yeah. Well, if you know, I mean, I'm sure Giannis has told you, Giannis Papas, of yeah. course, but I, my problem in my fighting with my wife is that it's a little too much with me. Right. So if I did live in that time, right. I probably, it probably wouldn't have been long lived. It, it no, would, yeah. You know, like it I still, I mean, I st I have to, I, I say I'm going to have two white claws. I'm up all night. Drinking. Yeah. 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 You, know, yeah, yeah. Just, you just have fun. I just have fun. And then let's smoke a cigar. Yeah. But Paul, yeah. three in the morning. Yeah. Like, you got to be up with the kids tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be fine. And the then kids I'm a mess. will be fine. Yeah. And, yeah. Then I'll, I'm a, and I'm an absolute mess for two days. Yeah. And then and she my handles wife is, the kids. And then she handles the kids. And then she's resentful to me. Oh, by the way, then I'm going, now I'm going to Beverly Hills for a week. Yeah. But she's not on <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm the one with the yeah, special. I mean, like, hey, wake up a little bit. You know? Are you funny? Um, uh, that's hilarious. All right, so your Netflix special's out. What is the title of it? Uh, the Netflix special is called Nocturnal Admissions. Nocturnal Admissions. Admissions right. I and, like that. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's on Netflix right now. It's streaming. It's doing uh, extremely well, so I'm very, very uh, thankful about that's that. That's awesome Check about it. Check it out, yeah. man. It's getting great reviews, and I'm really happy. I, I was working hard, and luckily I got COVID early. Yeah. Because getting COVID. You got COVID, like. Dude. You I were like patient zero. Dude, I, I joked. I said, I got COVID like I was waiting for an album to drop. Like right. I was online at midnight for PlayStation 5. Yeah. I got COVID. And then you just basically like coasted for the next two years, like unafraid. And, and yeah, yeah. And then you were happened? like, you were like uh, immunity. Who gives a fuck? Well, yeah. And then five months after when world was shut down, yeah. I was like, all right, now let's go to the States that really don't have, don't believe in COVID. Right. So yeah, they so, and that's I, what we did. Uh, yeah. We, 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 we went on tour that whole time. I wonder, to be honest with you, I wonder in our lifetimes yeah. if there will ever be a more interesting time to do stand-up than when we did it. Like, during that era. And I think me, you, Brett Ernst, yeah. and maybe a couple of other people were out, out. Like, like yeah, we were out. No, no, like, I was like, people were yeah. like, dude, are you tour? Like, no, is this your tour? We were out like it wasn't <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, we were out uh, like we it were, didn't exist. Yeah, we were out. I was in Texas. I was in Arizona. All those places. 100%. And, and I was doing it every week. Yeah. And some comics were like, I see the, I mean, obviously, I don't think they were talking about who, I don't know who they're talking about. Right. But yeah, these comics who have like full schedules, like, yeah, that's yeah. responsible. And it's like, yeah. nobody's booking you. Right. You're not giving up anything. <laughs> You're not. Yeah, well, like, Callen, I have fucking Callen kids. and Schaub went out early and they got sick. Yeah. And then they had to post, hey, if you shook my hand in the meet and greet, and that was funny because it's like, wait, you did a fucking meet and greet? Like, that was like, that was like the next level of like, wait a minute, what? So yeah. that made a lot of people start going like, what the fuck? You're, you're doing comedy and you're doing a meet and greet. But it was like, listen, the way I looked at it was like this. Listen, I was like, you know, I've done comedy now 
I started in like 2010, like late 2010. So I was like, listen, I'm doing it a very long time. You're 13 years in. 13 years in. Wow. I was like, I finally have some people that want to come see me. Yeah. I've been on the road a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking every precaution. And just knowing a little bit about viruses, you knew basically, you know, this wasn't, you're, there was no way yeah. this was going to be preventable. No. If I mean, it, people are going to get it. Yeah. People are going to get it. You know what I don't like, though, now, Tim? Yeah. Is that now they're coming out going, the truth is, yeah. the real truth is, right. if it wasn't an N95 mask, it kind of didn't. Yeah. Like, like, like right. if you had a cloth mask. It was fake. It was fake. And it's yeah. Fake. <laughs> well, remember the yeah. hand sanitizer? Remember all the things we did, wiping down packages, all that shit? And then we realized, oh, none of that worked. That's not how it spread. We don't have to fucking wipe yeah. down yeah. all of this shit. You don't have to take out fucking ethyl alcohol and spray down. It doesn't pan, affect food. Yeah, Panda Express yeah. fucking to-go boxes. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, We didn't have to do any of that. Nobody, <laughs> it was insane. But we, we were out there, and I remember doing stand-up the week before the election. And, I, and it was, uh, it okay. was November. And okay. it was the week before the election. And I remember... It was, we had the pandemic and the election. And I remember saying to my opener, we were sitting in the back in the green room and I said, and then Trump, I believe had gone, he had just got COVID. I think you were in Nashville. Yeah. And he was getting flown in a helicopter. Yeah. And, and I don't know yeah. when this was, it was maybe, it was October. Yeah. It, it was, was close to October. the election. Yeah. Yeah. And I said to my opener, I'm like, we could find out the president is dead in the middle of the show. I'm like, we don't know what's going on. I'm like, the president of the United States, yeah, who's in his 70s, yep. has COVID. Yeah, that's true. He, who's overweight, in his 70s, has COVID, and we are sitting in the back of, I, I don't know if it was Stand Up Live in Phoenix. I don't know where I was, but I said, we're like close to an election. I'm like, there's never been a crazier time in my memory to do stand up comedy than this period. No, it was, we did it in a time wh where when we talk about it yeah. and you tell people, you're going to go like years and years. Yeah. Ago, you, did, you got on stage like during it. Right. Like at the height of it. Actually. Right. I'll be I like, was no, actually was, in Arizona at the height of yeah, it. Yeah. It was like every other table. They had partitions. People yeah. had masks. People are going to go, wait a minute. What? We did shows outside. Yeah. You know how funny it was when Trump was like, I was fine. Yeah. It was like, it was great. <laughs> But he, you know, when they put him on I the plane. I heard he actually had a rough time. Yeah, he yeah, said yeah. when they put him on the plane, am I going to go out like Stan Scherer, who was a friend of his who died with it? So, you know, he was like, what the fuck? And it is one of those things where, you know, it was weird because most people were okay, but then every now and then you heard somebody that was like, they got really fucked up and you went, wait, yeah. what? Sometimes it was somebody who you wouldn't expect. But we were out there doing stand-up during that time. That was crazy. We we did we were and, and I was getting real busy and it started yeah. to get weird because like not many people were doing it and then right. I asked myself I was I said to my wife I was like is this okay like right. am I a fucking like am I and then I was like I told people listen come like I you know if you want to come out like be safe like right. there you know and then like all the clubs had that like gun that like did something with the air yeah which you didn't know like no. I I didn't know what nobody to, knew what well, that what was can, you know <laughs> no one knew I mean no one knew. these. Comedy clubs are comedy clubs are trying everything. To they're stay the alive. worst, uh, you know. They're infectious disease breeding grounds, right? It's people close together eating, <laughs> right. drinking, and, and laughing. Hopefully, no, but we're spraying stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> we got yeah. everyone's fine. We got Lysol. Everything's fine. We've, yeah, there's, there's yeah. 300 of you very close, but with the spray, we're we, recycling the air. They said that, yeah. and I go, what is that? Like, when they said, no, we recycle the air, the air's new. I didn't know what that. They didn't know what it was. It was just everybody, they were just like, listen, we need money. That's the other thing. <laughs> That's, what it should That's the other thing that people yeah. forgot. You know, people needed money. Yeah. And people, you know, there were, certainly there were benefits for people that didn't have, but there were people that were like, hey, man, I got a family. Yeah. I got to feed people. You have two kids. That's why I was going to say, fuck you. Yeah. You know, if I you're have gonna... no kids, but I want money. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was like, listen, if you come to the show, you know, I don't know how many people I killed with my tour. Someone, yeah. <laughs> someone died for my tour. Someone died. No, I have no way of knowing. I found out one Somebody, guy got sick at mine. Like yeah. I, that actually came back. That got yeah. Because I said, I go, if you guys hear sure. anything, just let me know. Yeah. One guy got it. And then like a week later, I didn't hear anything. So he, I guess he made it. I don't even want to know. How many people died from my tour? 
<laughs> a few people died. A few people died. <laughs> people are going to die. And yeah, you better a, crush yeah, that night. <laughs> no, it's, you know, I mean, you, you came out. Yeah. And, but you could have died from going to the grocery store. Yeah. So what are you going to do? And I also think that there are some people that were like, look, I know the risk. I'm not living like this. That's right. I'm not living like this anymore. So if God forbid, Absolutely. if God forbid something happens, I'm going to a comedy club to laugh tonight and I'm done. Cause I sat in the house for months and I'm going to see this guy who I like. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people did that. A lot. And, and they were me, probably very Republican. And to, yeah. And they were, and they were good audiences. <laughs> um, and to me, I love, con like to me, comedy is a live sport. It's the, meant to be seen live. Like it's obviously it's great when it's recorded. It's great. But to me, being in the room is, is, is the thing. It's a hundred percent true. There were no, so to me, there were no substitutions. These live stream shows that people were doing the shows on zoom, all of these, you know, whatever, you know, technological innovation that allowed people to perform, you know, I just was like in stand-up, it's gotta be live. Yeah. Podcasting can be what it is. But stand-up's got to be live. So I didn't feel like there was any substitution. So I'm like, I'm either going to not do it right. for two years or I got to go out. Yeah, yeah. No, I felt the same way. And I also was like, being out there, I was able to work the special more. Yes. And in my mind, I'm going, wow, like if I can kind of duplicate what's going on here, yeah. the, uh, the night of the special. But yeah, being there live and having your fans see you in your, in, in your element at your yeah. best running something yeah. and they're there, it's just better than clips. Right. Clips are great. Now, as somebody who didn't grow up with the internet, now seeing what it is, your kids are growing up with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, how do you shield them from it's the crazier parts of it with the it's tough everything now. from bullying to, you know, God forbid you come you come home one day and you you see your daughter or son and they're watching a Whitney Cummings on the internet. <laughs> how, what do you do? <laughs> you know, like how do you handle as a father, how do you handle all this? <laughs> no, it's actually, it's actually true. Well, not the Whitney thing, true, yeah. but um, no, like my daughter's watching, you know, she said to me the other day, she said, dad, can I get TikTok? And I go, absolutely not. And she's like, but I'll just, and this is what let me know that it's fucking horrible. Right. And she goes, no, I'll just go to the things that I want to see. No, dude, they're doing stuff. Yeah. They're doing gross shit. There's sure. a lot of sexual shit up there. My daughter's 10, man. Yeah, you know? there's, and pro I, and, there's and, problems. And, and the kids are locked in the phones big, man. It's big. My son is, is, you know, my son is, he does watch a lot of basketball stuff and right. YouTube stuff, but my son has got his head down a lot. Right. To the point where I'm like, buddy, buddy, I'm, fu I'm fucking yeah. talking to you. Like my dad, that didn't happen with us. No. You know, we stared at the window and we right. <laughs> realized. Yeah, no, there was nothing to stare at yeah. other than your life. That, yeah, you had to kind of live in what was. Yeah, in, you, in, 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 in. They're what happier I, than, I, than, than we were. Oh, the kids? Yeah. Yeah, they're happier. Yeah, they're, yeah. They seem happier. My kids are happy. My kids are happy. They're just distracted, but I don't want them. I'm fighting it. I'm, I'm fighting it. So you're going to. Now, do you think you get worn down eventually? Do you think it breaks down like. When they get into the teen years, because all of their friends are going to be doing this. So oh. at what point do you, I don't know, do you give in or do you, how does it work? Well, here's the thing, you know, the, I think the Italian in me, yeah. I kind of, I kind of bribe. Right. Cash is, cash is king in the house. Right. So I told my daughter, my daughter was on the couch. You'll love this. Too. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's on the couch with, with Stacy and she goes, I want an iPhone. And you know, Stacy goes, well, Lucas got an iPhone after fifth grade. You got to wait till after fifth grade. Right. She goes, but I'm, I'm different than Lucas. I want an iPhone. So her, her soccer team didn't win a game all year. Yeah. And they scored one goal all season. It was terrible. Right. They never won. We would travel to Yonkers. We would travel to Dobbs Ferry. And just travel to be all embarrassed. To, 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 to seven o'clock in the morning, there's yeah. dew all over the thing. Right. I'm exhausted. I'm yelling at my wife why I had to get up yeah. so early. I got coffee in my hand. And they'd get blown out. We'd and get back in the car. it's shameful. Yeah, right. And yeah. we'd get in the car and we would just, wouldn't talk about the game. We'd go get lunch. Right. So. Uh, they score one goal all year. It's the last game. They haven't won a game. So I just, out of nowhere, I go, Sophia, you score a goal tomorrow morning. And you score a goal in the game tomorrow morning. Get you an iPhone 11, whatever it was. First, <laughs> first half, she's dragging ass. All the kids are. Right. Yeah, it's over. They're losing. You're like, nothing. the money stays in my pocket. Money stays in my pocket. Now parents start hearing about it. The parents, there's rumblings. Yeah. Hey, dude, Verzi just fucked. Verzi told Sophia, and you know, we're losing. Dude, second half starts. She starts running. The ball ricochets. It's in front of her. It's just her and the goalie. She lofts it up over the goalie's head. Wow. It goes in. 
all the parents start going nuts, everyone. Sophia's oh, wow. running down in the middle of the game, Tim. Middle of the game, she goes, Dad, iPhone 11! And wow. everybody fucking went nuts. <laughs> That's but I, you know, I'll tell my kid, listen, you and some people don't like the parent. I tell my kid, you scored 20 tonight, you're going to get cash. Right. You know, I said, yeah. you get honor roll, you get yeah. 300 cash, and we're going to go get you the sneakers right. you want. No, it's smart. <laughs> Do you ever, when the, when the team's not doing good, you ever grab the coach and go like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, do you ever grab the yeah, coach listen, and go like, listen, we're I've getting been up here early, seven we're... weeks in a row and nothing's changed? Yeah. Like, are we? <laughs> do you have a plan? Do we have any plan as to how to get out of this? Like, <laughs> you know, like. They had a game in Queens by Randall's Island, yeah. a team that never loses. Yeah. And we actually had the decency to just cancel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, we they did. Just said, the, fuck no, it. the parents had a meeting and they yeah. go, We're not driving. We're not all driving down to Queens to, get to do beat that. So like let's this. just let's forfeit now so we could go out and drink tonight. And they and the parents did. Yeah. They canceled it. There were two types of parents, sports <laughs> parents, when I was coming up. There was yeah. the parents who didn't care, where they were just like, This is a babysitter. These three hours yeah. a week that you're gone are three hours I don't have to see you. Yeah. And then there were parents who would physically attack the coach and referee <laughs> if they didn't like the calls. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was those two extremes and very few in the middle. It was either like, hey, have fun. We don't really care. Yeah. The other extreme was, there, you know, there are literally, if you Google this, Ben. Yeah, yeah. There was, and these were like <laughs> connected guys in Long Island. Everybody thinks they're connected. It's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, they went down. Two guys attacked a baseball co a baseball coach, <laughs> Long Island. They went onto the field. They literally were like, "What the fuck's going on?" And they, um, yeah, oh, right this is there, it right here in 2007. Brothers busted for a beatdown of Long Island wow. baseball coach, and it was like a. Uh, I remember this in 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 2007, and basically it was like an 11 year old baseball player upset over being benched. Uh, for cursing in batting practice, called his father, who drove to the Belmore ball field, rushed the mound with his brother, pummeled the coach, <laughs> sending him to the hospital. Police said Wednesday. The brothers, Frank Basile and Roger Basile, who own a restaurant I love called Hudson and McCoy, mm. or used to, mm. were arrested and charged. I think they do. It was a great, I used to enjoy it. Um, uh, they were arrested and charged Tuesday. This was years and years ago. With whatever, the, you know. Dude, how funny yeah. is that when they're in the yeah. holding cell? Yeah. <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> I was doing yeah. dope. No, no. I beat the fuck out of a Little League coach. Yeah, we fucked up this kid, my kid's coach. <laughs> and you know, because their sons, they benched him for being like, fuck you, motherfucker. They're like, you have to be on the bench. No, there was. There was another one where the parents go, come on. And the, and the guy the guy goes, uh, if you do one more thing, I'm, and he just left. He, he, right. he left. He took the mask off and the ump just left. I'm not, no, we don't, you know. Right. I don't, uh. I don't do that. Yeah. You know? well, like no, it of happens course. a lot in Long Island. And I don't Staten even know. Oh, in, in Long Island, it happens 100%. All that, like, what people <laughs> do for children's sports is insane. Yeah. And it's such, and all it is is a projection of their, of what's going on with them, which is right. crazy. Because they regret, maybe they go, maybe they're trying to relive their glory days or they yeah. never, they regret, you know, not, their parents didn't push them more. Yeah, and they're like, maybe if I push the kids, we can get them. There was a guy, I think, in our district or in the town over. He eight eight year olds. He kicked a soccer ball, said, "Go get it, assholes!" A freak that he was just never. He was banned from the field. He wasn't allowed. Not like he wasn't allowed on the property. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> <laughs> he, like he, he he wasn't allowed to be seen. He wasn't allowed to be seen on the property. Like they were just like yeah. this guy can't even like. Not only not, not only are you not doing this anymore. Like yeah. you can't be seen. People can't see you anymore. And what, so what was he doing? He was just telling eight year olds. <laughs> Yeah. He was, uh, I guess, I guess uh, he was just telling eight year old something and they weren't listening. And I yeah. guess he just had a breaking point of losing. Yeah. You know, because there's only so much you could take. Do you with. ever, now do you coach? <laughs> no, no. You I don't coach. But if I, but like one time I ran like intramurals yeah. where they broke up the, our, our whole team and yeah. And I did. And the kids, like, you know, I know like I could tell a kid that like is just going through right. it or like takes it real seriously where I'll be like, dude, just go, you know, like right. I, I was able to read these guys want to win for them. Right. Not the kid. Right. So this guy probably, my guess is he probably lost 13 weeks in a row. 
You know, you know his wife is saying something. Right. I've seen wives actually like go up to the husband while they're coaching and be like, "Can you do something? Can you do something?" Yeah, interesting. You know, because they're at breakfast and he's yelling, and she's like, "Why don't you win a fucking game?" You don't think he's taking that in the it car? That's competitive. He's getting in the car, go up thinking like this. So um, yeah. this kid kicked the ball. I think I heard he kicked a soccer ball. I don't know who the fuck it was. He kicked a soccer ball far and started saying, "You get it, you asshole!" Like it was like, and people were like, "Yeah, he's just never coming back." You know. Jesus. So, yeah. And then, but then that guy shows up like to, <laughs> to, yeah. to the auditorium for the school play. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah. Hey, there he, you know like, there yeah. he is. Yeah. And you, you have a tight knit community of people who know each other. Our, well, ours, yeah. So there's surrounding towns, but our exact, like our, yeah. the people in ours, it's real small. Yeah. The schools might as well be private. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what right. I want. I want to yeah. be away from people, yeah. you know, and I just want to be. Why? In, I want to be, I want to be in a, a rich country town yeah. with horses. Why? Which I have, <laughs> have you been to New York City? Yeah, yeah. Have you fucked? Dude, New York City is fucked. And I hate saying that. That's yeah. your home city. That's my city. That's right. That's where I got my chops with stand up. That's where you got your chops with stand up. That's right. That's also where I got my chops. Mutton chop at Keens. Yeah. Um, many chops. Yeah, Real chops. <laughs> lots of chops. Uh, and to see what it is now, dude, to go down there, like I was telling you earlier, like taking my son to a game and seeing the amount it's of homeless and the, and the hustlers and stuff down there. My, my kids are scared. And then I'm thinking, what's somebody's breaking point? Yeah. Right? Like you get so, I saw it happen in, in, in Austin, Texas. I saw it happen. I saw a guy try, you know, he got, somebody told him, no, we tried jumping in front of a car. So now you're, you. Now, wait a minute. You, this is crazy to me because this is the, the most beautiful city in the world, Austin, Texas. You saw somebody. I just saw some guy have a breaking point and start yelling and screaming, freaking out because, so, so that's when the just crime happens. a homeless happens. guy. And I think that yeah. that's what happens on the trains and the subways in New yeah. York City. You know, in the subways in New York City, they somebody's have, there. That whole day, they were shut yeah. down. They were said, fuck you. Who knows right. what happened? They're sitting there, and then they see a guy, you know, laughing with their kids in, in Yankee jerseys. Right. And he goes, they're, they're getting into a Jaguar tonight, going yeah. back up to Westchester. Yeah. And somebody gets, you know what I mean? People have breaking points. I don't want to be there with my family when that happens. Right. No, that you know? makes a lot of sense. And Westchester's incredible. You know, it's, yeah. it's good schools and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't want, I hope that doesn't sound like a snooty fuck. I'm just saying like, no. you know, I worked in a certain place where, you know, to a level where I want my kids to have a nice. You want your family to be safe. There's nothing snooty it's, it's, about it's that. About, it's about safety, man. Yeah. You know, it's about my kids being safe and my kids feeling safe. I have specified, now this sounds snooty. I don't want to live near people who fly on public airways. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. anyone that flies public, I want to live. you fly commercial. I really don't want to live, yeah, near anyone that flies like a commercial air. Yeah, not public, commercial, but I consider it public. It's like a public It might bus. as well be a <laughs> I want to live near people. It's the level of, here's how rich the areas are that I want to live in. No one's even home. Yeah. You know how rich that is? Where it's yeah, no yeah. one's really it's even home. Ever home. It's because it, never home. it's actually their vacation home. It's not a community. <laughs> yeah. It's just a money, it's money laundering <laughs> and with security yeah. that's like the Mossad. Like the security is like Saudi Secret Service, crazy rich, just yeah. things that are blinking. And it's white collar crime while yes. they summer in Paris. That's right. That, you know, that's, that's the areas. And I've always liked that since <laughs> I'm a kid. Since I'm a kid, I've always liked those areas. It's not because I have money now. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I always liked those areas where people were so, so rich it was confusing. Well, you know, you know, you know what's funny, and, and me and you have this, me and you have this in common because we've talked yes. about it for a long time. Yeah. it's like, and 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 all my friends in comedy make fun of me, yeah. but like you like a like you like a good restaurant. Yes. See, I like I like yeah. tops. Yes, like I want to, I want to get, I want to fly private one day. That's yes. my goal. I want yeah. to fly private. Now, one day. I don't fly private, but I like to be around those who do. It's a but waste you know, of money. You're close though. You're gonna. You're it's close. a waste of money. It's a yeah, but you know what? Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's necessary, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Ron White said that. Somebody goes, "Yeah, why do you do that? Why do you waste time?" He goes, "Man, it's so good." Yeah, you know, it is. It, it is good. You know, it's nice to just have your own. But it's nice to you know to 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 be in a and and I think we shouldn't pretend that. That's not desirable. Well, see, what I do is I fly first and can't afford it always. Yeah, but I still do it. I fly first. That will be the last luxury I give up if everything collapses on me. I will I will sell the Bentley. I don't care. I will never go back to coach. I won't fly. 
Yeah. I just will drive to gigs. Like, I don't, like. You're never going in the back of the plane Once again. you get to yeah, first, it, it's, it's, I can't go to the back. It's almost insulting. It's almost insulting how it's different. Yeah. How different. I was going to do a bit on it. And then I said somebody had to do this bit. And then seven minutes and 40-something seconds or seven yeah. minutes and 20. Brian Regan, who's yeah. fucking, I think, one. I mean, he's just one, I'm of, the Matt Rushmore, one, yeah. one of the greatest of all time. And, and uh, you yeah. know, he's a friend. Dude, he's the nicest guy. Very this nice guy man. did from getting to your gate yeah. to getting on the plane to first class versus, versus coach. It's uh, You're crying laughing. But yeah. after you sit in coach, like I, I now I sometimes if I can't afford it, because they'll be like, hey, you know, it's it's an extra thousand. Then I'll be like, all right, I'll go to business. Yeah. Stacy will kill me. Right. Because no, when course. I go to cities, I buy sneakers. Right. Like, right. You know, no, so you're, Stacey, you're a problem with spending sometimes. Oh, oh you like to treat yourself well. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, Bill you Byrne, like a hat, a Bill, new hat every now and then. Bill Burr and Pete Davidson go, <laughs> yeah. I just, all we want Verzi is to get rich because we'll see what he does. Yeah. I told my wife yeah. I want a horse. Oh, I want you, a horse. You will dress like these hype beasts out here. You'll I have like a $2,000 hoodie. No, Tim, you're going to come to my house and see yeah. me sitting on a white horse. Yeah. I, I really want, like I want you it's, to feed it by hand. It's the way Italians, I, when Italians succeed, this is what they do. I, yeah. yeah, like an exotic animal. Yes. I, I get yes. that. You white, <laughs> white things and I want white A shervil, some I, weird cat. I, yeah. Yeah, dude, how fast funny you said that yeah. i was actually asking stacy if she wanted to get a lynx yeah a yeah yeah no yeah. no i want white marble everywhere yeah i want no, white I'm marble digging. everywhere fish tank Giannis, <laughs> a little fish tank Giannis, yeah. Giannis redid his basement yeah and when you sit on Giannis's couch downstairs to the to the left yeah you can see and it's all white marble and i stare at it like like a fly to a light i just i can't get my eyes off of it like yeah. when i see white marble and stone that's another thing we love stone yeah i love stone I, st white stone for me it's amazing anything white like when you yes. pulled up in your car and yes. i saw i just it, of course. I, 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 was, I saw like a, the b on the yes. white i couldn't believe it yes. I, I, like i you know yeah. it, was, it was a pleasure it's, to just get in something white right yes that's right yeah so this will be clipped and it will be used on Neo-Nazi website. Yeah, by the way, we're saying, by the way, we're yeah. saying white leather and yeah, white leather, stone. marble. Stone, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. like I realize when Let's, I go, yeah. I go everything white yeah. and then you're laughing. We don't mean, Somebody could yeah. literally. Yeah, that's just going to be. I'm talking about, yeah, the materials, but. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I really, I really love being, you know, in sitting in a situation like, you know, like I had to fly business. I flew first when I went to uh, Grand Rapids, but yeah. then on the way out here, I was in business. And, you know, I hit the guy's elbow yeah. a little bit. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. Right. Like, you know, Stacy watches, Stacy sees the card though. Yeah. We got into it. We got of into it. We got into a thing. And, and I go, I go, look, you know, I'm making, you know, I'm not making a ton, ton of money, but I said, I'm making a little money. Yeah, well, well, and now, and, 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 and she is, says, listen, you got to rein it in. And she goes, listen, Paul, you know, so we got, yeah, like got the LLC. Right. She goes, you know, I, I got it. Can she, she goes, she actually said to me, she goes, can we have a talk tonight? Yeah. She goes, we really need to talk. And she goes, can I just, can I just be in charge of the money? And I go, look, just, just, you know, it's, I'm making the money. Like, let's talk, let's talk about it. And she goes, Paul, you please for me. She goes, this might be a big problem for us. She goes, she's like, because my wife saw yeah. like the foresight was this could be divorce. Right. So like this right. could be, cause you're going to go out and you're going to yeah. buy three pairs of Jordans right. and you're going to buy first class. Right. And then, and it's great, but like we have, <laughs> we have yeah. children that need to get educated. Yeah. So you got to watch that and you got to be careful. So she yeah. looks at it. So like, you know, today, for example, I pulled up to, you know, I went to I went to the mall. I got, you know, I got some press coming up. I got some TV coming up this yeah. week out here. So, you know, I you got to treat yourself. I bought a new pair of Jordans and I, but then I walked past another sneaker store. I bought another pair. Really? And, but here's the thing. I got to send them home. I can't pack them. I don't have enough. So I'm, I'm buying sneakers and I'm, I've got to ship them home. So you have two pairs of Jordans on this trip that you're shipping home. No, I have five pairs of sneakers on, on this trip. <laughs> I got, listen to this. I have a, I have, yeah, it's actually crazy. Like I'm here for four days. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so I got, yeah, so I, I have them, and, and my, you're going to really laugh, my uh, luggage yeah. has a section for the actual sneaker boxes. I don't doubt it. Yeah. yeah, so I got the sneakers, but then I'm going through and I see Jordan, so I get them. Then I, I, I saw another pair, but Stacy was watching. It would have, another pair would have been another 500 after I already spent like yeah. six on two pairs. So she'll just go, so what did you do? She knows. She'll question me. How was your day? How was so stress? So do you do cash so she doesn't know? I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes I, yeah. I'll throw a little cash or she'll yeah. go, what did you, you know, how was the right. trip? The, her, her way to start is how was the trip? How, right. was, how was your flight? 
Right. You know, when she, how was your flight? Was like, yeah. what did you, did you spend? Right. Another thing that changed my life was the yeah. uh, Delta Sky Club. Changed my life. Yeah. You go to Delta Sky Club? I've never been there. You know, here's, here's the thing. I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. You Americans, you know, <laughs> we had the British Airways mm. Lounge in London. And like, how was that? We went to the Qantas Lounge in Australia. Here's the reality. American lounges just oh, don't, com they don't compete. No, you know what? The food, they I was a little compete. disappointed in the food at Delta. They had like one little hot thing, a chicken yeah, that was decent. No, dude, the Qantas Lounge, that business lounge. It's great. It's the best. It was so good. And then the Virgin Lounge mm -hmm. too. And yeah, in, some of the best coffee I've ever had. Oh, yeah. dude, the coffee, the, the hot cold dishes. Mm. Uh, they make uh, grilled cheeses for you. Mm. Like yeah. paninis and stuff. They make grilled cheeses. They call them a toasties mm. uh, soup. Yeah. You know, nice rainy day with the soup. I mean, you know, so I, I, I respect the Delta Sky Club. No, the Sky, the Sky Club, like, was something where we fly enough where it's worth it. A, of course. A, a thousand times course, worth it. Of course, yeah. But I agree. I, I heard some of the Delta ones in the country are, like, exceptional. Yeah. But the ones that I went, I've been to a couple, and I could have, you know, to be honest, it could have been a little better food-wise. Yes. It yeah. is nice to sit. Hey, listen, it's nice to yeah. have unlimited Well, you know what's great? I mean, that's the other thing about first class is you get a meal, and the meal's good. Yeah. And the meal in the back, you know, I, I, it is, is atrocious. And like, huh. that's the other thing in, in, when you are in coach, you are sitting next to people who are diseased, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like openly, like, cause it takes, it takes nothing to be in coach and I've been in coach and I've been that person who's diseased. Like I've gotten on coach blowing my nose, like on the way to hilarities in Cleveland for weekend. <laughs> Blowing my nose, like my clothes are in like a ratty backpack. Uh, your I'm, I'm immune system's worse. I'm making $1,200 for 17 shows in yeah. Cleveland. Like it's uh, a nightmare. I bring food that I'm eating. Like I've been that person and now, and so I know who that person is and I don't want to be anywhere near them. You don't want to. <laughs> Do you ever look at the people on the line for food when you go to the Sky Lounge and just start laughing? Yeah, you know what it is? I I try to like sometimes when they walk on the plane to go back to coach, I bless my I bless I say a prayer. I just I go into silent prayer for them and I go That's like, why I asked. God bless. I hope, you know. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh but you know what feels bad? What yeah. feels bad is if you if you do first a lot, yeah. But then, like I said, they were just like Paul. It bumped a thousand. Do you still want to do it? And That's I was tough. like, and I was like, with what I was spending, I said no. But then walking, then when when you fly first a lot, yeah. but then you walk past it because you're not in it anymore. No, there's like a feeling of like I did it one time. You know, he sits. Where do you sit every time? In coach. You see, every coach. time in coach, and every time you pass me, right? That's right. I always pass and you. And what do I do? I always give you the. You point. You what? literally point back with <laughs> the I stuff. point back. What you purposely like? You just want it. That's like your wife, or like that's just. Well, no, he. We're not. The business pays for his travel when he comes to New York and stuff. So we're so not paying. You guys for, don't sport him at first. Uh, are you mentally ill? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Look at the. Turn, turn around. Look at the show. <laughs> well, well, whose name's on the show right there? Is this? Uh, <laughs> A group show? Uh, Does that say Saturday Night Live with <laughs> sixty-five people in it? Is this an ensemble cast? Uh, he has babe, a very nice life. I mean, he has a very nice uh, life. Yeah, does very well. I mean, you know, do you you rarely pay for a dinner? That's true. You you've know, you're very to, good to me. You've been to, he's been to the greatest mm. restaurants in the world. Yes. in the world in yeah. London. Nobu in Malibu. He goes to, in New York. We take him to Don Angie you when they- You yeah. treat eating like, that's what I noticed about you. Yeah. And that's what I respect. You treat eating yeah. and foods and restaurants and seafood. You do that the way I would say that, like I would do either yeah. certain sneakers or- yeah. I mean, listen, I love a good meal yeah. like that, but you need like the, like you need meal wise. You want the best, right? Well, cause I used to do drugs and I miss drugs and I really like drugs. So it's an addictive, it's an oh, addictive it's, personality. It's an addictive thing to just say, I want this thing- it's hard to get in and I don't know that we'll be able to get it. And it just reminds uh, me of drugs <clears throat> because drugs was like, Oh, can we get the eight ball tonight? <clears throat> yeah. I want the good eight ball. We want the pink rock, you know, the, the one that's kind of, uh, how do we get that? Well, we got to call him. We got to drive to fucking Bayside, whatever. And 
this, like to me, I like to try to get into the, the best place because it's yeah. a challenge so and whatever. Like, yeah, so it's like you'd want a seafood tower that like Prince loved. Yeah. That was delicious yeah. and great. And that was, that's your eight ball back I want the, the last thing Michael Jackson ate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the last sushi piece of nigiri he had before he went into a propofol coma. Because what's life about? Who cares? Why, you know? I'll be honest with you. I was on that shit and, I, and that's the yeah. greatest. There's it's, nothing. There's nothing better there's than nothing propofol. Then come and as, when you come out of it, yeah, you're, there's no mood better, right? And so, if anyone listening right now, if you can get your hands on Propofol, no, 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 no. that's who's sponsoring our show, <laughs> Propofol. But uh, but he did that like he did that like to sleep and shit, which is wild. He had problems. Where do you stand on the Michael Jackson thing? I've never I've never researched it, but I I I, 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 I know it's a hot button, but I we stumbled into it. I can't I can't watch it. I can't listen it's to his hard. music. I just I just can't listen to his music now, knowing. Like somebody told me, yeah. somebody that I like and trust. Right. I go, what was the real? And that's the other thing. I, I was talking about that on another podcast today. When I watch true crime, when little kids are involved in yeah. killing, I can't watch. When I yeah, anything yeah, yeah. with kids, I can't. I hate true crime. You know why? Because women have made so much money on it. Well, women love it. And, and I, they, I mean, these, these people that make so much money on it. But when kids are it's involved. It's immoral. It's my favorite murder, all these podcasts. And they're, it's immoral. They're exploiting the deaths of people for money. They're sick, these women. Are they not? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, when it comes to children, I can't fuck with it. I think just yeah. having kids and hearing it. But people that I, I know, love, trust, were like, dude, I saw that I saw that documentary, and it's just like, it's a wrap. What, what's the bad one? Because there's a few docs, but there's one that's like not good. No, the one that, the re the most recent one, Something Neverland. Or, uh, finding, ne no, that's yes. a movie. Is Finding yes. Neverland a movie? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, no, no, I think it's that one. Did they make another one already? And dude, it's like. Some of the things that you leaving Neverland, yeah, that's finding Neverland about. is a movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> finding Neverland, we just confused a leaving bunch of people. Neverland, and, yeah. and so now this is like kind of indisputable. It's bad. some of the things that were said by multiple people, kind of matching stories and certain yeah. things like that. And what's worse is the parent. From what I've heard, again, I haven't seen it, so I, yeah. I don't want to talk too much up. But like the parents were like, he would he would be like, hey, can I have your kid for half a year? Well, and like, who are these <laughs> who are these parents? Yeah, that's that's the other thing, right? That's yeah. odd. I, well, I think money's involved. I think I think it's like I mean, how sick? I mean, that's crazy. You know, I, I listen. I love money. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't sell him, and I barely know him. <laughs> I wouldn't give him to Michael Jackson for half a year. He'd love it because he wouldn't have to work well, and he could go I, on yeah, the rides. And I, again, I I didn't <laughs> I, <laughs> I I didn't see it. Yeah, so I don't know exactly like what, but I know that he would like ask for a lot of time with these kids, and like yeah. some parents would oblige. And and dude, that's like. You know, that's fucked up. and It's insanely fucked up. I can't, like, get into a Michael Jackson. So, I mean, the guy, is, right. as far as an artist, he's incredible. Yeah. And, the, like, yeah. now I'm listening. And, like, no. you can't listen to that and not think of that. I know. Yeah. You know? like now, And Woody Allen kind of similar. But Woody Allen's got some of the funniest New York movies ever. And, you know, but that documentary. Now, I, I can still watch a Woody Allen movie and say that's really funny. But I got to be honest, it is, you know, that documentary is kind of damning. Dude, if you're obsessing over a 10-year-old and you're like a grown man, yeah. it's just, there's, it's hard to get into it's what- It's a problem. It doesn't matter. Or like, you know, Cosby. It's like, oh, he was a great comedian. He told a great story. Okay. He also drugged and, you know, did shit to women for 30 fucking years. It's like, right. it's like so it, So for me, um, you know, I, I can't listen to what that's where, yeah. so where I stand on it is like, I don't know everything, <clears throat> right. but I can't listen. I can't get into it, dude. Yeah, and that's an interesting conversation about like the behavior of somebody versus their material, like what they put out, right? You know, because it can ruin it. Okay. Now you can separate the art from the artist, but it also can be a thing where, like, if somebody does something heinous, yeah, it's very hard, yeah, to go, oh, but I can still rock out to this song. <laughs> I can't. It's just it's a, hard, yeah. And you're a father, and the whole thing, it's tough. What do you think DJs do? They play it. Yeah, they'll, they'll play they play it. it. They play it? Oh, they play it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any DJs because I'm successful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so, a DJ. No, I'm kidding. I, I mean, the big <laughs> DJs, I'm not successful enough to be friends with them. And then the little DJs. That's I, actually yeah. interesting. There's oh, yeah. levels of DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It is I, <laughs> I can't. Like I can't like I can't hang out with DJ Khaled, right? Because I'm not that level. I would love to, right? He's gonna hang out with Andrew Schultz first, yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> on his decline, I may get Khaled. But 
I, but little DJ. But a like, guy DJ in a wedding. I don't know them. Yeah. Because I hate, like, a lot of my friends growing up with DJs, it just, it's just, ugh. A lot of Long Island DJs? Yeah, it's a lot of Long Island DJs that are just gross. <laughs> you ever talk to a DJ? It's disgusting. Like, the things they have to talk about. I mean, it's just, you I know. talked to a DJ once at a show, and he goes, listen, dude, anytime you want a mixtape, dude, I do all this stuff from the yeah, 80s right, and 90s. Right, yeah, I mean. And I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm good, dude. I'm like, nice to meet you, though. Like, yeah. all the best, but like. No, immediately after you hear that, I go, I, I'm done with your profession. Like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anything anymore about anybody that you do. But I think DJs just play it and go, I don't know. Maybe they don't. It really depends. It depends. Yeah, I mean. It also depends, like, if it's at, like, a bar mitzvah for a 16-year-old. Right. You shouldn't, you know. Yeah. There should be things off the list. Right. I agree. I agree with you there. You know. How do you think about the the, the, the comedy now? Uh, people, do, do you think that people are kind of, you know, times are getting real now. The economy's tough. They're, you know, we've had issues. Russia, yeah. China, all these things. Um, do you think the kind of virtue signaling for lack of a better word, like woke stuff. People are just getting a little bored and they go, we just yeah. want to go back to laughing. I, at I real shit. I think that the, I think that the woke thing is starting to, I got it's a Netflix done, special. Done. <laughs> yeah. I got a Netflix You're right. special, you know, but no. And, and, and you know what? I, and shout out to Netflix cause they saw it and I, and, and I didn't know. Yeah. And after they saw it, they were like, Hey, you know what? No, I, they're putting mine on belongs, and yeah, yeah we've this, said some stuff. And, and, and this belongs here because it's funny and all the other stuff. That's a big sign. And, yeah. and you're talking about the biggest streaming, you know, platform, the best stream platform that so many people have yeah. saying, you know what? They're, you know, and another thing I loved, Tim, was yeah. the way they defended Chappelle and yes. Ricky Gervais. Like to come out and go, look, guys, these are jokes. And if you're going to pick it and fight, like yeah. that's, that, then you could get another joke. Like them saying that is yeah. a huge well, they, win. Not only, I don't even know if you knew this, they had, there was a trans woman working for Netflix who was very upset about these specials. And like a bunch of the other employees just threw out the window, like in downtown Hollywood. She was like on Twitter trying to get stuff going. They threw her right out the window. They opened the door because Netflix, Ted Sarandos came in. You ever see that scene in Casino where he goes, open the door with her head. Open the door with her head. And I want him out of and here they, by his fucking yeah, head. Yeah, they, were, they yeah. opened the door with her head and then they threw out the window. Uh, and it is sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when you work in an environment, you have to do those things. Now, so, so let me ask you now, you are on the road all the time. People, um, can see you. I just want to, I was like in the middle of the episode, let people know where, where they can find your live dates. Cause you're one of the best live performers out there uh, to no, go see you. I, I really appreciate and that. It's, it's uh, uh we're, we're working with pulverzi.com. It's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. dot com, And yep. just go to his website yep. and let people know. So you're going to London in October. So I'm doing my first ever London. How fucking awesome so, is that? So the New York giants who I'm a fan of are playing the Packers in London. NFL does the London game every yes. year. The giants are playing there. Talk to my agent and I go, Hey, I got some fans in the UK saying, how come you haven't been out here? Let's do something. So I'm taking my family. Yeah. And then, uh, then we're going to go to Paris or Italy afterwards. That's amazing. So, you know, so we're going to, yeah. So I'm going to go out, do a show out there in, in London and, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Go to the Giants game. And I've we, never been. We loved it. Didn't you love it? Oh, I loved it. It's the best. Really? Yeah. We loved yeah, it. Yeah. We loved it, man. I went to Ireland, yeah. Scotland, yeah. Ireland, and London. Dublin was amazing. <laughs> Uh, London was so amazing that, uh, and, and all of those uh, places, uh, but London is a special spot in my heart for London. I love doing, you actually said this a long yeah. time ago, like go to like places and do one-offs. Like uh, I remember at the pandemic, yes. we were doing like one-offs, but I'm doing yes. um, October 19th, I'm doing the DC Improv. Well, then I the 20th, do, I'm doing yeah. the Philly Punchline. I want to do smaller, like we did that theater tour, it was amazing, but like to create new stuff, and to experiment, I, I want to do smaller places. Like, I've yeah. been doing these improvs, and they're big improvs, and they're great, and we, we have a lot of fun with them. Yeah. But to really try new stuff and experiment, yeah. you got to go to smaller places. Dude, I was just at this place called The Listening Room in Grand Rapids. Yeah. It's like 200. You look right. like you could, it's, it was the greatest. They're, the yeah. stage is big enough where you could do your thing, but they're right there. It's in, They're great. Like, I yeah. love rooms like that. Man. That is where I, you know, we all came up in those rooms. Yep. Those are the rooms, I think. 
Because, you know, the next hour I want to do, I do a lot of topical stuff in, in this hour because it all came from this podcast and it came from this crazy time that we lived through. Yeah. And a lot of it was, you know, also married into my family stuff and everything. But the next hour I want to do, I want to stay away from topical. And I want to go... Just do stand-up jokes or like... like I just want to do like... I want to take this book I'm writing called The Boomer Guide to Parenting about my parents and how I grew up. And I want to take people on a journey how 90s kids grew up and the insanity and the horrible food we ate and the craziness and like how hilarious and detached our parents were and aloof they were. That's my goal for the next hour. Wow, and, that's dope, But man. that is, I got to do that, I think, outside of traditional comedy clubs. I think- Or and, maybe really good comedy clubs. And and yeah, and if I'm being honest, I think yeah. somebody like you, yeah. I think somebody seeing somebody like you do that yeah. and really bring that into something is a whole other thing. Because I want to get super personal in that world because, and as I'm trying to write this book now, I'm realizing I'm like- there's so much funny stuff there that I want to do and have it be completely different from this show. Cause this show is, 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 is our late night show. It's like our topical. Sure. Every week we do for the most part, topical jokes and we love it. Sure. It's what I grew up watching Letterman or whatever. But then with the stand up, I want to move into that arena where it's kind of like, I want to go back to, some more of that when I first started where I was like mining the depths of my experience for funny shit. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And I if think I can, that, you know, no, of course we'll you can. See. And like, it, it's I'll be back talking about Hunter Biden's dick for money. <laughs> right. after. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hope you guys enjoyed I the do. book. Trump is back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed you hope that. Enjoyed yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed Trump's the book. Back. Yeah. Hunter Biden's on crack. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cause I feel like with stand up, it's like one of the hardest things about it is like, you know, these masters, right? You watch Bill Burr, you watch these people that have been at it forever and they're amazing and they're the top gold, you know, standard Mount Rushmore. And you go, they just had to keep getting better and sharper and, and it's, it's but not easy. But, but everybody that you just mentioned Everybody that you just mentioned took the road of sticking with it, going the long way, right. and just like really going out there, honing it, being able to, it's like you said, you see somebody live, right. and it's like going on these tour dates and all these things I'm doing, like crowd work, is it, and then finding right. out how to do a bit, and and but your thing is like, you're, you're, you're so good at what you do and you're such a, your mind is so good at this that if you shift that to your personal shit, yeah. that's coming too. Like yeah. it's because that's well, who you are, but, but what yeah. you do is you, you're focusing it on, you know, yeah. Hunter Biden's got a, a crack right. pipe on his dicks out. Right. So you do this show. You're going to talk about that. Yes. But if you go to the other thing, that's going to, yes. and, and it's funny that you said about the growing up in the nineties. Cause I grew up in the nineties, like hip hop era, yes. you know, and, and dude, I, I remember like coming up in the early two times, like I, if I wrote a book, I'm look, trying to think of things I would do. Yeah. I door knocked in Queens at dinner time for phone, cable, and internet. Right. It's me knocking on your door. Yeah. Going, hey, guys, I'm in the air. I smell the food. I'm in the I area. smell the food. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm going, hey, cable, what's your cable? Can I see your cable bill? And yeah. it was like, you know, I almost got killed. Yeah. But then there were times where I got sales. But you start thinking of things like that that you did, and you're going like, it was wild in New York in that yeah. time oh, growing sure. up, man. For sure. Well, that's kind of what I want to do, and it's not easy to do that being said, um, that's the next iteration of it. Do you, when you look at your, when you look at the next hour or the next thing you're looking to do, um, how do you plan it out? Do you go, I'm just going to go out there raw. Do you go, I'm going to have a thought. Do you go, how does it work? I've, I've learned now after the third hour, cause I did, I did my yeah. album and then I did the comedy central special. And now this one, and a lot of the amazing write-ups, which I'm really humbled by, were like, he's really him, like, really found, like, I'll, I'll go just on stage now and just talk about, just if I think it, I'm just going to go out there and talk about it and build it. Right. You know, like, for example, I was in Grand Rapids and like, you know, all these pilots are young now. Young, dude. Right. And I don't like that. No. I don't like that shit. I, right. I actually look at my pilot who's flying. It's a big deal to me because right. I got over a phobia of flying. And, mm. you know, this kid, I mean, this kid, Tim. This kid looked like he was intense. I'm not joking around. Yeah. I couldn't believe the kid was actually going to get in an aircraft and right. fly this many people right. because he looked like he was in 10th grade. He had a baby face. Right. You know, his fucking shirt was wrinkled. Right. You know, and so I just go on stage and I'll just, and listen, right. if it doesn't, 
but I feel like the way that I can construct a joke or say things like that, I'll go and talk about that and start to get beats with that yeah. and maybe punchlines with that. And if, you know, I'm just doing, I'm trusting myself now, Yeah. you know, and, and really big on able to recognize when something in life happens Yeah. that, that when you're coming up, you don't recognize it. Yeah. Like, like, like uh, in nocturnal emissions, the, the last joke, my closer is me and my son playing basketball and he challenges me and he curses at me and he gets in my face and everybody loves, loves the joke. Yeah. But I knew in that moment when that happened, I was like, wow, if I can incorporate this, I can see it now. I'm better. Right. If that right. makes sense. No, absolutely. As, as life is coming at you and you live it, you could see it. Yeah, for sure. We're trying to, we're, we're, there's so much interesting stuff out there and the, the way the business is changing. What Louis CK just did was pretty amazing. Making his own movie. Yeah. And releasing it. And that's something that we're looking to do when we figure out how exactly to do it. Um, that dude's first to a lot. He was on the internet early, selling a special the, the, years selling ago. Selling a special for five dollars. That he, dude's early on a lot. He was early on a lot because when yeah. you're that talented, I think you also are, part of that comes from just having the capacity, the mental capacity to take in a lot of information. Yeah. And I think when you're taking in a lot of information, um, you're utilizing a percentage of it, right? Yeah. So I think when he takes in all this info about like where things are going yep. and what technology is allowing people to do, he's applying it to his life. And we're the beneficiaries of a lot of it because sure. we see what he did. And, you know, I saw that, you know, um, what he did with the movie and we were, we're friendly with him now and we were, you know, fortunate enough to see like kind of the way he did it. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be where creatives are going. It's like full autonomy, yeah. figuring out how to make something and then distribute it. Yeah. And you could also make things now for less money. So That's right. where, whereas a big production would have costed you easy six figures. Now you can kind of put something together, yeah. you know, not that crazy. He went, he went high level and he spent yeah. real money. Um, that being said, you don't have to, it right. depends on what you want to do. And you're right. right. It is. I mean, Ben, you always talk about people make things with phones. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of movies shot on iPhones now. Shot on iPhones. A lot shot on iPhones. And and yeah, some yeah. of those movies that are shot on iPhones, some of them are on major streamers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On Netflix. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tangerine was shot on uh, iPhone. 2016 on Netflix. I think yeah, a yeah. good idea today, a good yeah. idea today with the right people, man. That's all you really need. That's right. Y you know, you need somebody. It's it's actually and the generation a crazy that time your for us kids, in a good way. kids are growing up in this generation, which is like, it's so interesting. You wonder what their perspective on things is going to be growing up in, in a, in a world where like a lot of the institutions that we grew up with are becoming irrelevant. Yes. But the, there's a negative to that. Yes. And the negative to that is my kids and kids in my, you know, are, are a little, it's spoiled in like a little, almost like, I don't want to say delusional. They know, but like me and Stacy have to tell Lucas and Sophia, like what yeah. they, you know, like we have like nice car, like, you know, their feet are up on leather and I'm going right. like, do you understand what my mother drove? Right. I mean, my mother drove like my mother drove like a fucking right. you know a jalopy fucking station wagon yeah. where you know the the shifter broke it would start right. smoking right you know my, you know my son said to me that he goes dad I want you to take me fishing in Panama because he saw a fucking YouTube clip. He wants to go to Panama fishing. Yeah, not the Long Island Sound. He wants me to go to, and I go, why Panama? He goes, it's where the best fish in the world are. And right. it's like, well, that's, that's fucking not reality. Because <laughs> I'm not, dad's not going to Panama. Okay? Right, if dad right. gets that money, we'll go the to Italy. The amount of Jordans you would buy in Panama, you'd have a factory of children making Jordans. I mean, my son just bought a fishing pole that, that, that's like top of the line, mm -hmm. and he doesn't fish. He just saw a video. Yeah. So he's ordering things and he got a private reel and then he goes, can you take me? Can we go to Panama? So I That's don't hilarious, think, I don't dude, think that is fucking funny. He, he actually asked me that. And like Stacy yeah. was like, Stacy goes, daddy's not taking you to Panama. And he was like, he will. You know, yeah. and uh, you know what, to be honest, I look into it, but yeah. I, I, that that's a little delu like not delusional, but it's kids don't understand that like. You know, like I remember going out to eat with my parents. It was like once a month or once right. every two months. Remember, you'd go and you. Well, yeah. I don't know what, what, what the money your parents had, we, but like we, we, you know, the thing we is, we didn't have much. We we would eat out a lot, but it would never be like in in my thing. It was a lot of like fast, grabby food, right? Deli kind of like. You know, my parents worked a lot. It was yeah. kind of like, grab, but those nice dinners were few and far between. What did, what did your parents do? My father was a wine uh, salesman. So he was in New York City and he would take the train in and then like- Like commercial places? You run around to restaurants with a wine bag. And my mother was a swim coach and she taught 
private swim lessons and stuff. So she would start like early in the morning and work at a pool okay. pretty much the whole day. And then like I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. I spent time with them too. Um, but the book that's going to come out is just a total assault on their parenting and their lives. And they're not, they're in their, <laughs> they're in their early seventies, but I want to get it out while they're still here. It's so important. Um, they were, they were, they were not, they were not abusive, but they were just boomers and boomers, you know, a lot of them just like, it was just kind of like, you know, uh, you know, it was not an involved parenting in the way that like people like you and Stacey are probably a lot more involved yeah. with your kids to where like my parents were not involved. My parents had a brutal, brutal divorce when I yeah. was five and Christian, yeah. my older brother Christian was 10. Yeah. And it was like text. And like, I, I never want to badmouth my parents because right. I feel like at their ages, they did the best. Yes. But it was, it was, it's right. I think that era, like sometimes they don't, you don't even know the, maybe the, the, it was never like, oh, we're going to purposely fuck them up. Right. But it was just like a lot of shit went down. My father, when I was like eight years old, took me to see the movie Seven. Cause he wanted to see it. Yeah, my yeah. So that's the type of stuff. That's dude. That is that's so. That's the type of dude, shit. My, dude, my <laughs> dude. My father was so pissed when he took us to Roger Rabbit because he yeah. wanted to see. And he, then he, you know, and then he went to Goodfellas. I shouldn't. Right. I, mean, I shouldn't. I was young. Right. You know. But yeah. So this is like if he's like. But that's, so you're saying that's a boomer thing. Yeah, it's a boomer thing. Well, because boomers, I think that one of the defining traits of their. Uh, generation was that, or we have terrible fathers, and we, it's, it could be our. But I think one of the defining traits of their generation was that there was a little bit of, uh, you know, they, they were not their 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 parents knew like real struggle and sacrifice, and the boomers had a version of that, but nowhere near. Like right. my father's life was nowhere near as hard as my grandfather's. And my mother's life was right. nowhere near as hard as her mother's life. So what they were able to do is focus a little bit more on themselves. Right. And part of the boomerist thing was that, you know, they, you know, it was about them a little bit. Like my grandparents, it was not about them. They had seven kids. Yeah. Nothing was about them. Um, it was there's a, a selfishness. Yeah. It was there's a, a selfishness. There's a, there's a, there's a narcissistic selfishness in that yes. thing where that you're right. The grandparents didn't have it because the grandparents yes. were just happy to get here yes. and plant their flag That's here right. and make that money. That's right. But then their kids almost had that fuck. Oh, we're here. Yeah. What could I, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think part of it was like a lot of those people, uh, I mean, to, to, to be honest, even though it was tough and, 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 you know, they, but they had it pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good if you look at the climate of, of how easy it was to, to get a house, right. to own a house, to yeah. own a car, to yeah. have these things. Um, much easier than it was for the generation prior to them. And a lot easier than it is right now. For people right now, it's yeah. tough. Are um, you doing that book? Like, is it a is it a resentful thing or is it just more of getting It's it? always funny. So it's not resentful. It's always meant to be funny, but it is it is it is, you know, written in a way that is is I think kind of an attack, a funny attack, a funny attack on what happened on, in, to to goof on what happened in a way. But you know, my yeah. parents were you know the food our food the way boomers raised their kids not all of them but the bo the specific boomers that I'm talking about horrible food education a lot of fast food a lot of like garbage eating a lot of like we reward ourselves with food or my mother was always dieting. So food was either like we're rewarding ourselves. We're being bad or we're reining it in. Your mother's on her ninth diet and now we're all eating this. And whatever that is, you're eating. That's right. So it was <laughs> never, my, my grandparents were never on diets, but yet they also were never eating big ice cream sundaes. Right. So there, yeah. there's, there, there was this real extremes yeah. that the boomers, because boomers were the most marketed Gener marketed to generation. My father loved commercials. He loved the Budweiser frogs. He loved the fat guy at Dunkin' Donuts. When the Budweiser did the Clydesdale commercial after 9-11, he started crying. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. My dad loved, they loved commercials. Yeah. So, you know, they would, you know, if, you know, any company out there from McDonald's to fucking whatever, if they had a good commercial, we were there the next day. That was the fucking heyday really? of commercials. Yes. Dude. Remember Oscar Mayer? Yeah. That was yeah. the song? Yeah. And the, and the, and the yes. cereals and shit? Dude, when, when a fast food place would like advertise a new thing, my father would like, like oh, let's get it. I'll get it. 
<laughs> and like he'd be, and he was never like a big guy or whatever. He was not small, but he was never like really out of shit. But he was just yeah. like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go get it. And like, yeah. you know, it was just one of those things where it's like when you look back and you go, you know, my parents, they were like, yeah, college, you should go to college. There was never like my, like the people, people's, you, you're going to take your kid to a tour of colleges. You're probably going to take Lucas yeah. to different schools and like show him which school sure. and go, yeah. what do you think of this one? A few, you know, my parents, I mean, they were just like, yeah, I can't go to college, I guess. Go to the community college. Well, like, see, that's, I grew up, yeah. I grew up with like, well, go, go or just, you know, go, go to a state school. And it, yeah. was, and it was like, yeah, but that's- It wasn't that they were bad people. They weren't abusive. They weren't like burning me with cigarettes. They were doing the best they can. My parents were hippies, kind of. Like my dad had a band. And my mom was, when she was younger, really pretty with long hair and just shell necklace and everything like that. And then they're thrown into the 80s. Reaganomics. Only child. Only child. They're okay. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad's dad was a Irish guy who came to this country broke, was homeless, and died a multimillionaire. Uh, because he started a general contracting business, but his family would move every time the rent was due. He was broke. Oh, shit. And he was tough. Like, he was a tough guy, like, PAL boxer, was a pool hustler. Wow. Like, it was, he was one of the coolest guys. Like, when my father told me all, all this stuff as my grandfather was dying, like, and I told my friend Ray, who's on the show all the time, I said, my grandfather never mentioned that he was like a pool hustler. My father's like, he, he was like a deeply moral guy. He was like ashamed of that. I'm like, it's the coolest thing I've ever heard, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like he became a guy that was like, yeah, I don't want to. He yeah. worked so hard and was smart, ended up building a big house in Muttontown, Long Island, and, you know, worked his ass off. My grandmother's husband died when she was young. He had an amphetamine thing. He took pills. He had a heart thing. And she raised two kids on her own while being a teacher full time. They were wow. really tough People, very religious, very Catholic, very involved in their communities, you know? Um, and my and my my parents were, you know, degenerate filth. So you have that <laughs> dichotomy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, they, you know, my parents just, they just, you know, they just, you know, they were, you know, my grandparents are, mo it's movie lives, movies, you can make about that. Uh, my parents, whom I love, created a comedian. They made yeah. me very funny yeah. about, because they, you know, I mean, we would do crazy things. They would do crazy things. Yeah. It's funny how it, I wouldn't be a comic if what happened right. to my parents didn't happen. That's right. You know, I just, you know, because yeah, I, sure. I moved a lot. So when I yeah. moved, the way I adapted was, oh, Paul's funny. Watch him tell the story. And I get friends popular move again. Yeah. But I knew that I had that skill. And then that's what, and then the, the attention or, or being able to adapt like that right. was was how I, you know, it's funny when you were saying like he was a hustler, but like didn't want to admit yes. it. The, the Italian families, they would love, they would say that's yeah. how he did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, how yeah. he fucking did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One day, maybe you could hustle. Yeah, yeah, in a yeah, fucking yeah. pool hall. You could figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could yeah. figure it out. Anything yeah. you could do. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an issue. The book is not, it's not like bitter. I'm happy with everything. You know, it's just looking back at at how funny it all was and how crazy it all was. Right? Yeah. Like how like unprepared they were to have a kid and how oh, how could they be prepared? Right? I mean, it's just this crazy thing. And like, I was not a perfect kid either. And like. That whole thing, I think, is really you're funny. documenting the chaos in a in a funny way with your in the best way with your skills yes. to do it. Yes, it's the chaos. You yeah. know what I mean? You're like it's the chaos of a family. You know, they didn't love each other. Yeah, you know, they did in the beginning, but that wore off. And then what you had is like they. My father hung out at this local steakhouse with this, this the, the owner of it, who was hilarious. And he would go out every Thursday night to this like men's club where all these guys would sit and complain about their wives. And my mother like would go to just kind of this local diner and bitch about him. Yeah. And he'd bitch about her. And it was kind of funny. And I'd go with one of them one night and the other one the other night. And um, yeah, it was, it was uh, supremely unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> but funny, right? Like, but I looked back and I go, yeah, this is funny. But I'm like also like... Knowing what I know, I'm like, this is what a crazy thing. And just, you know, I mean, they got divorced for two years. They're divorced. They could not afford to get lawyers. So they had a mediator. They yeah. would come to the house. They had nothing. There was nothing to mediate. There was nothing to divide. They right. had nothing. Right. And they lived there for two years in separate bedrooms, spiting each other. Like the movie, The War of the Roses. 
not even kidding, and a mediator yeah. would like come and divide Beanie Babies because they had nothing. Like the mediator well, <laughs> would sit at the table and go like, well, Patty's getting the lamp. And my dad goes, well, we didn't discuss that. Like, yeah, yeah. so wow. that's how crazy and spiteful they were. Instead of just figuring out like, let's just make a clean break. It'll be good for the kid. Wait, when did that happen? When? Seventh grade. Oh, okay. So, and that was, so it was bitter when it was brutal. Oh, it was brutally bitter oh. and angry, but they had nothing. It's one thing when rich people right, do dude, it. You're getting the cars, you're getting yeah, the fucking man. They had yeah. nothing. Yeah, so they're fighting. These people had nothing and they would just fight about the nothing they had. They had spent their lives attaining nothing. And, you know, like, yeah. it was like, wait, what? Who did you stay with? I stayed with my mother for two years, then I went to my father. I wasn't even part of the fight. I don't think they cared who got me. You were more concerned about, like, lamps and end tables. Yeah, I don't think they cared. Like my mother, I think fought for me a little, and my dad goes great. And then two years later, she goes, "No, you take him. You." I've been putting high my school. foot on that ottoman for. Yeah, <laughs> you know it was crazy. So like, it was interesting. Yeah, and um, you know it was a very boomer way to to grow up. But um, you know, I'm I'm excited about uh hopefully putting that all together and having that be funny and then having people go, oh, I actually can relate to that. It's, or it's I, impossible I, for that not to be funny. Yeah, I, I went to a Pizza Hut lunch buffet. I, I understand, uh, you know, yeah. I, I went through some of these things. I get it too. And that's the type of, uh, and just growing up in the suburbs in that era, smoking yeah. pot, fucking trying to dodge your your mother's car. Like, you know, we... We yeah, had, it was a green, my friend Shay's mother had a green Ford Taurus. And that, we, I remember know, that car perfectly. Uh, I perfect. see it right now. I okay. see the headlights. A yeah. green Ford Taurus, right? Uh -huh. She loved it. And the only other guy in the town that had a green Ford Taurus was the Chinese delivery guy. Right. And we were high all the time when we were like 15 years old. Oh my God. And we would, and we'd see the green Ford I Taurus. your shit. And we're like, dude, I, we're praying, we're praying. And then we'd just see him go by and we'd be like, Thank God, it's the Chinese guy, you know? We're like, and like, he'd be like, is that the fucking Chinese guy? I'm like, it's the Chinese guy. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so it's like the weird, weird things like that, that, you know, yeah, dude, are, we, are just kind of stupid and funny. Oh, dude. Well, I remember one time this Italian kid goes, yeah, dude, we had nothing to do. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, dude, let's go down by the highway and throw rocks at cars. Dude. Yeah. And like, we would yeah, fucking people would, yeah. like pelt fucking. Yeah. Like it was the most ridiculous. It's insane. It was insane. It's like insane, we, like yeah. throwing, like as cars are going 80 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. And and I remember one time this Cadillac came back. This yeah. Cadillac of Italian guys came back and we had to just jump in this prickers in the middle of the night down right. low. Yeah. And the kid's like, we're going to fuck you, whoever. You know, the guy's walking yeah. around with something in his yeah. hand and stuff. And we're just laying in the prickers. I could have yeah. killed him. Like, yeah. Could have fucking, it's like the dumbest. Yeah. You know, but is it, was it a simpler? Like, cause I, I look at like when yes. I watch Stranger Things, yes. do you watch that ever or no? Yeah. yeah I watch your first season for okay. two seasons I think. that that whole like kind of i don't know dungeons and dragons riding your bike completely different it, it was, it was different. completely different uh this has i mean this has changed everything like there there will be there is absolutely no it, it, it's almost incomparable yeah you know growing up without this and growing up with it it, you know, it's, it's such it's, a different time. It's, that completely it's almost like a car and not a car. Yes. Like, it's almost like yeah. that difference. It's even worse because what, and not worse or better, but like you, you basically you have this thing that allows you, you are no, there is, you know, we used to get lost. We used to not know what was going on. We were, we had imaginations. You had to be, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the bonds you would create with people would be perhaps a little deeper. Everything now is very transactional, very immediate. And I think people's brains are just trained to work in a different way. That whole, like, that whole YouTube.com to Nilla Show. That, <laughs> no, I just have to. That, that whole, like, going to treehouse with your best yeah. friends and yeah, yeah, sit yeah. down in Indian style and That's just talk over. about now shit. They just, now they like, just do fentanyl and plant yeah. school shootings. <laughs> I mean that's yeah. Yeah, now when they sit tree. now when they sit in the thing. If your kid is in yeah. a treehouse right now, run! Like you yeah. have to call someone. Yeah. If your kid's in a treehouse now, you have to call someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have They're to call a hostage negotiator. Yo, to get four them of them out. have been up there for three yeah. hours. What are they planning? Yeah, no, yeah. It's no, they're on the dark web ordering bullets. <laughs> PaulVersey.com. All your live uh. dates are up there. 
Watch your special on Netflix, Nocturnal, Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah, check out the Verzi Effect. And I also do another one that I co-host with Bill Burr called Anything Better. And all new dates are coming. We're getting a whole new tour, but go to paulverzi.com, man. Thank awesome. you so much. Awesome, very good. Thank Appreciate you, Paul. You, Thanks for coming uh, out. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, brother.